0: Everyone gets full Sydney at at some point or another.
1: Hello, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Patrick, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin the show in a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with some important safety information. Three sheets to the mouse may contain language and subject matters that aren't suitable for smaller aviators, so listener discretion is advised when the intro music begins please take a seat and partake of any carry-on items this includes bottles flasks cans fine cigars and skin mags okay let's review that is f-bombs earmuffs get drunk smoke them if you got them and send nudes anything else oh yeah enjoy the show
2: I'm sorted, but she'll be rewarded.
0: Well at last I am given my choice. And in trust this deliciously squared. Green free free!
1: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 149 of Three Sheets of the Mouse. We're the podcast that likes to take a focus on the adult side of Disney. We talk about Disney parks, Disney movies, and Disney dining, and all the drinking that comes in between. I'm Mikey, and tonight I'm joined by three people that remember the original Snakes on a Plane. Brent? What's happening, Mikey? Uh, Snakes on a Plane. It'll make a little sense in a second. Sydney?
3: What does he say? I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane.
1: Well, that was in the remake.
3: Well, I'm, I'm not as old as you, so that's the one I saw.
1: Hollywood literally took a, a two-minute segment of a major motion film and then stretched it all out based on one line. And Josh. Hey, I'm
2: not going to even uh, try to quote it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to fuck it here's,
1: up. Here's a hint. Uh, everyone listening, go ahead, grab yourself a hurricane glass, make... A Reggie's Revenge, and join us on an episode that's all about drinking on Three Sheets the Mouse.
0: You Did you came, get it now? You came full circle on that. That was that was great. All right,
1: fantastic. And if hey, listen, if you're listening and you don't remember, early in the uh, the series, we actually detailed how to make Reggie's Revenge, which is a very citrusy drink from uh, Jock Lindsey's uh, Hanger Bar. Yeah. And uh, that's obviously a reference to Indiana Jones when he gets in there and says, Snakes! Why Why's it gotta be snakes? God. So, there's your snakes on a plane, Sydney. because I see Brant spelling it out for you in sign language. <laughs> I just said, can I call you out on this? I said,
3: said no, no, no.
1: Know, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Listen, it was a stretch to the beginning, but I found stretch. a way to, to... I know, I know. I found a way to bring it back, and that's not even actually... Uh, I didn't even have a way to bring it back when I first started, you know, trying to write an intro, Uh, but I was like, ooh, wait, I know what our topic is, so I can use this. So, speaking of uh, cocktails and drinks and stuff like that, uh, Josh, which by the way, we're we're joined tonight by uh, like half of our admin crew in our Facebook group, go find us, search Three Sheets. (laughs) Josh uh, Wozniak, what have you? What have you got tonight that you're drinking?
2: Uh, it's uh, well, it's a sort of a gin ricky, but I just had a little bit of lime juice and some seltzer and some uh, Hendrix gin.
1: I was really hoping you were going to say you only had a little bit of ricky, <laughs> and I was I was going to I was going to remind you, no, sir, it's called a little bit of Monica. <laughs> Sydney, that was the song in the '90s. I don't know if you were. I
3: was barely yeah, born. You were,
1: so you were barely born Maybe. for that one. <laughs> well, I've, I've seen you dance to Genuine, so you were around in the 90s. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey. We didn't
3: have to go there. That's drop, Sydney. I'm not there yet. Let's talk about Genuine at the end of the podcast.
1: Wow. I, ho- I hope we can, <laughs> um, because I was a part of that dance. So, um, <laughs> what, what are you drinking tonight, Sydney? Uh,
3: I'm drinking... What is this, Franciscan? It's just a cab. It's not super expensive, but it's pretty good.
1: First
0: podcast ever, she's not drinking cheap Cheap white white wine.
3: Yeah. (laughs) It's the winter time. Not
1: like a Gringo.
3: That's usually what I drink, but it's... Moving on up? It's the winter. Okay,
1: so... You say it's not winter time, and here, here's the story. No, no I in said Arkansas, it is winter time. Oh, that's right. It is in Arkansas. We don't we don't really drink by the season. So, like our wine drinking here, typically has no season. If they're serving, then we'll, we're having. And I, so explain to me, uh, the uncultured swine that I am, whoopig, why you wouldn't drink a white in the winter time. It's-
3: it's like that here, too. It's just preference for me. Like, when it's colder outside, I prefer a red just because it's, like, just deeper and not as... Like, white wines are lighter, so if it's hot outside, I don't want to drink a red. But that's just me personally. I mean, my mom drinks white wine 365 days out of the year. 24 hours. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week.
0: Mikey, the, the answer <laughs> you were looking for is white wines are chilled. Uh, red wines are served more at room temperature. So when it's cold outside, you necessarily don't want to drink a cold drink. It's like having a snowball in the winter. It's not very common. You can do it, but red wine kind of helps warm the soul.
3: Alcohol does that.
1: Yeah. Right, but if it's cold out, then you don't have to refrigerate it. You just put out the back door and just grab it and keep rolling. That is absolutely true. That is Touche and uh, God love Mrs. Joan who can actually buy the wine, buy the box pull the bladder out and just slap it on an IV <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> that is true
1: <laughs> speaking of intravenous alcohol use, Brent what do you got? Um, I actually
0: have something that you can get in Disney um, which some of these you probably can but I'm drinking Baines Cape Mountain the last little dram I had in my in my bottle before we head
1: down there uh, to the world we're five short days out Five short no, I five, five days before you leave to go to Disney yeah. are the five longest days yeah. ever. It's like it's like winter break in school. Like the last five days for me have been super long because my house has had all my kids in it.
2: It's crazy bad. Yep. You guys start packing yet? Uh, tomorrow night.
3: That's on the plans for tomorrow.
2: Yeah, that's on the plans for tomorrow. I've got everything. Yeah, I, I usually... washed,
3: but.
0: We've, we've got formulated some plans. Tonight we were trying to calculate, Mikey, exactly how many bottles of wine we needed to take for Joan for the cruise. So that was a math equation uh, that, we were, that we were figuring out. So we're trying to figure out what liquor we're going to try to... We don't maybe bring liquor on cruises. We
3: don't condone that.
0: But we had a lot of... We had pre-planning. Tonight
1: was pre-planning. Okay, so you plan before you plan. I get that. Yeah, I, That's like washing the dishes before you put them in the uh, dishwasher. I do that. Yeah,
0: that's, <laughs> that's a that's a out.
3: <laughs> what are you drinking, Mikey? Yeah.
1: I, I have, okay, this uh, last weekend um, we ran down, this past weekend we ran down and visited Sheeter, Stephanie Callum, and uh, her wonderful family, uh, my wife and I make wish Granters, and we got to let her family know, hey, you guys are going to Disney World in a few weeks. So uh, while I was down there, it just so happens that Stephanie um, was the winner of the Mary Axe Murderers Raw ah. this year. And she sent me home with, uh, with some beers because her husband's not a big beer drinker and she can't. So uh, I've been sampling some of those New England uh, brews. And tonight I have wood chop, which I can only assume they got because it sounds like you're swinging an axe. That would make too much sense. It is. It is a. It's by Smuddy Nose Brewing Company. It's a chocolate stout. It's got a picture of a of a seal on it, which you club. You don't. I guess you could beat them with your axe handle.
3: You could beat anything with your axe handle.
1: Yeah. Well. Well. Thank you. So that's that's what I've got. So uh, thank you to both uh, Stephanie and the the Merry New England axe murderers it's tasty it's the last beer i got in the house so no oh, shit make, gonna it make it last i'll move on to no i'll move on to something else okay well tonight if you've uh, guessed it or if you haven't guessed it uh we're gonna be talking a little bit about disney springs and i'm basically still kind of a noob when it comes to disney i mean i just found the people we were last year and the fucking thing caught fire last week so <laughs> you know you know why you can't i guess <laughs> They're, um, they're gonna be parting that thing out soon, man. I, they're gonna be yeah. They're gonna have it uh, stacked up in a heap next to the uh, the globe from Illuminations. Oh man, see that thing. Um. That thing's <laughs> nice and
0: charred too. So they would just they just be two it's, charred it's, pieces of metal just sitting next to each other. I want that
3: globe for our backyard. <laughs> oh
1: god, um, no, you don't. No, that shipping. I've cost seen your backyard. Be, oh, you don't god. have room for that globe.
3: No, it could just That's hover above globe. the yard in the air.
1: We can hang it from the tree mikey okay yeah we'll rig up a pulley system a little <laughs> block and tackle and we'll, we'll it get up it there. up there throw
3: it up there
1: uh but so when it comes um to the parks you know i've been to the parks you know a, a little bit in my disney infancy but i really haven't paid much attention to disney springs uh i've gone there once to eat And I think I went there and literally just walked around um, with James uh, Goodman uh, last year. Well, I didn't have an an itinerary. I just went and hung out, and we just kind of walked around. So I I wanted to get a little education on me tonight um, since Tim and Adam are gone to Disney. They landed today, and they've already set fire to um, Wilderness Lodge.
3: They're probably in Disney Springs right now. That's (laughs) what I was (laughs) going to say.
1: (laughs) So, you know, since they're gone, I went to um, some backup hosts here with our admin crew. And I want to pick their brains and see if they can uh, help me uh, find some some spots to go to in Disney Springs and, and grab something uh, something to drink out there. Because, listen, if I didn't have them to back me up, it'd basically just be an hour of me talking, which is, is basically just, you know, any other Armchair Imagineer episode that we do. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, but real quick, I I wanted to touch on this. Uh, uh, Brant, you mentioned something about a cruise and leaving in five days. Um, Is Joan going on that cruise too? Is that what you're saying?
0: Yes. So, um, we're actually, we're leaving on...
3: Sunday, the day after my mom, Joan's birthday. So Joan's
0: birthday is on Saturday the Aww. 11th. We're leaving on the 12th and going down there. And we're actually meeting Tim and Adam. And oh, t- and, and, Joan and Joan
3: doesn't know this. because, And she won't hear this before because she never listens to these. But since it's her birthday, we got, you can get paid to have the room decorated for when they get right. there. So we paid for the, like, happy birthday decorations. And we got her a mini mouse cake that'll be in the room when she gets in there. So I'm excited about that. Was not cheap, by the way. Total no, ripoff. I've Total I've, ripoff. I've
1: looked at those myself. Uh, but this, they're, they're is not our, not this is our this is our first coupons. cruise. This is our first
0: cruise that we've taken at all, and we're doing a Disney Disney cruise. And the main kind of thing for us is this is a, a real short. It's a four nighter, uh, but it's going to the Bahamas and it's going to Castaway Cay or Key, whatever the hell you want to say, uh, Disney's Private Island, which we are so stoked about. It's probably the highlight. The thing we're looking forward to the most is is hitting that Disney private island
1: awesome are you going to run the 5k they have there
3: we were going to because we wanted to run with Jen and James and all of them and Tim and Adam but if you run the merit like the dopey then you get in the first heat of the 5k. If you don't run that you run in the second heat. So we couldn't run with them. So we just figured oh, we're not going to do it.
0: Not yeah. I'm not
3: worth it. It would be worth it to run with our friends but I, I don't really run. So I have to have a good reason.
0: <laughs> Rather, I'm going to drink a champagne instead of a 5k.
1: If you don't really run, did you really expect to keep up with them though? So really starting later you not a big deal.
0: Well. From what I hear, the 5K on the island—most people that run the dopey—the 5K on the island is more of a fun of me, a medium-paced walk. They don't really sweep you, so it's more of no, a, hey, you, you get you get out, you get off the boat first, and you have first dibs to explore the island. You run, the, you walk the 5K, and then boom, you're off the boat first to go claim your beach chair or your what, you know, whatever the case. It's really more of a more of that kind of thing. So it's not really about the race, the pace. You do get a 5K medal for Castaway, and then they get like I don't know exactly what it is, but kind of like a land and sea or some shit like that um, Metal like medal as well because they did the
1: on the shore races and the island races some kind of special challenge metal, which, yes. you know, they're, yes. they're, they're pretty pretty. Deep, listen, if, it's an extra dopey metal. Extra dopey. Well, you know what? With the previous use of that island, extra dope, I could understand.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right.
1: <laughs> um, Josh, when is your next trip to the world?
2: Um, I don't know about the world. We're doing Disneyland in April. And oh, then, uh, nice. Yes. So uh, Amber and Olivia have not been to Disneyland, so uh, we're doing uh, four nights at the Grand Californian and uh, four days in the parks. So uh, after that, I'll probably do July at the World and then uh, November and maybe do some photo trips sometime there in between, have, uh, uh, get some more have photography you at, in.
0: Have you stayed at Grand California yet?
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah I uh, stayed 2013, and uh, I, I can't do it any other way. Just being able to walk into California Adventure from the lobby is just—it's yep. awesome.
1: Yep.
0: Very cool. Very cool. So, Mikey, you—Mikey, awesome. you, you are—you've got BFF on the horizon, and they've got for now. The
3: cruise. Oh, the crew. No, it's right.
1: Well, we kinda... got the super secret. <laughs>
3: that's no, not I'm a secret bust anymore. It.
1: It's not. It's not. Stephanie's uh, begrudgingly decided "Eh, it is what it is. No, the super secret Boston trip uh, with both both my kids. um, We're going down there in August. Uh, I do not know the dates. (laughs) Yeah. That's what her job is. But it'll be um, August. We're going to hit the parks for like four days or so, or at least stay in Disney World for like four days and hit the parks. And then we're going to get on and do a cruise to, uh, down to Castaway Key. It's a double dip down there. So it's, a, it's another short one like yours, but it'll be their first cruise. And uh, we'll also be going with the rest of your cruising party.
3: Yeah, Boston and, Adam and Keaton and, will Snapchat me and be like, did y'all decide to come on the cruise yet?
1: <laughs> yep. Now, I'll go, I'll go ahead and lay this out there right now. Um... There's going to be a very, very limited edition three sheets coin available if you run across Boston or Keaton when we're down there.
3: Uh, I will Snapchat Keaton and tell him to put one in his pocket for me. Very
1: <laughs> limited edition. You can't get one from me, Tim or Adam. It's got to come from one of the kids. Oh, so, that's cool. It's very that good. is pretty cool. Be, yeah, good idea. Be, be aware, uh, you locals that are down there. Good idea. Yeah. So, so. we um.
0: We are planning to go to Disney Springs on the back side of the cruise when we yeah. when we land. So we're gonna hit Disney Springs in just over or just a little bit over a week. Like um a week and a half. Probably on the, the day we get off the boat. We're gonna ha- we definitely have lunch scheduled. Um, and we can talk about that when we get into some places, but um, and then I think we may hit it on Sunday with your brother and them because they don't have park tickets yeah, a
3: park ticket. Yeah, that's the great day, thing so. about Disney Springs. Like My brother and them are just getting two-day park tickets. So that Sunday before we fly home, we have an annual pass, but they don't have a ticket so we can go to Disney Springs. That's what I love about it.
1: It is a happening place. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, my uh, first experience with any type of, I mean, it's, it's one of those open-air outdoor mall kind of things, you know, uh i went to the landing in branson and it was a lot like disney springs but lame um (laughs) they have they they have live music and some fountain thing and they got a a moonshine distillery which is by the way free samples and i think they got like 12 or 13 different flavors and they free pour the samples so yikes oh
3: god i had every (laughs) one
1: of them and then we bought like four overpriced bottles of moonshine i was gonna say that's how they get you to spend money it worked I walked right out of there. And then we, we hit the, we hit up the winery for their free tasting as well. And then we, we bought like eight bottles of wine. Good trip, good trip. I get Every drunk. Every time. I get drink at Branson, um, but <laughs> I, I did some uh, some little bit of research or whatever tonight. Very little research for this show, <laughs> like any show. Yeah. Um, not counting standalone beverage carts, there are nearly fifty places in Disney Springs you can go get a drink whether it's walk up or sit down. That's crazy. 50! Even amorettes. Patisserie or uh, whatever. Don't they
3: have the, like, wine slushies or something?
1: They have wine slushies and they have some mimosas and they have some sparklings there. Well, um, did so you yeah. research this? Uh,
3: I have... About 25 pages of research. Yes, I did my research. Thank you.
1: Now, the the one eating place I was kind of surprised that didn't have any alcohol offerings. And, I mean, they might, and it wasn't on the official Disney website or whatever, but I kind of want to think they know what the hell's going on. Chicken guy got no beers. Whoa.
3: I don't think they did. I ate there, and I don't... we. I don't know if we decided we didn't want it, any, but Bryce and his brother and I ate there, and we did not have beers.
1: That's, that's slippery. You, you can you can hit up the to-go window at Games and get a drink.
3: But I will say but, right by where Chicken Guy is, it's right before you go in that little covered area where like Tommy Bahama is, and there is a like cart that you can walk up and get oh, beer and yeah. stuff. So if you do want a yeah. drink, you can grab your drink and then go to Chicken Guy.
1: There's, yeah, well, there's a I cart mean, and right that's at the very end of
3: that mm-hmm.
0: covered thing, so it's under the cover, yeah. under the covered Shops. Yeah, there's Town there's Center. still
1: plenty of places you can grab a drink, obviously, and not have to go indoors. Um, but I don't know that that one. It just struck me as as weird that the high end dessert place actually uh, Giradelli's also does not have any alcohol. I thought they'd have like some fancy chocolate liqueur kind of thing, but I didn't see that yeah. they yeah like a had chocolate
3: martini menu. or something.
1: Yeah. So uh, I
3: you're don't missing remember, out,
1: guys. I don't remember the
0: beverage cart thing. um being there just a few years ago, like I feel like the beverage cart because it's there's one there. I know that we stopped at. There's also one near the food trucks.
3: There are a couple of like standalone beverage carts.
1: Yeah, well, none of the none of the food trucks I think offer like you know cans or bottles or anything. So they you got to go to the cart to get it.
2: I feel like there are a ton more beverage carts there now than there ever were. I noticed that last time I was there. It's like every corner, like, well, there's another beverage cart. If
0: you want to keep people there all day that aren't in the parks, like if you you know if you don't have a park ticket, you have an off day or a travel day where you're not burning a park ticket. If you're a family that doesn't have an AP and it's a travel day, you don't burn a park ticket. I mean, why not? With I was going to say, Mikey, before we start talking about the booze, there now there is stuff like the void there. You know, mm-hmm. Splitsville Bowling Alley and the movie theater. So there's so many things that you can do there. now besides, obviously, the most important thing, eat and drink, that I think the beverage carts are great because it's so spacious that, hey, we're going to go do this, but we landed on the east side. we got to walk to the west side grabbing a, a walk beer.
3: I think the beverage carts are there, so husbands have something to do while the wives shop.
1: And that is a very good point
3: as well. That's what I think they're Absolutely. there for. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: that, I That's mean, quite granted... When, uh, when James and I were wandering around there last year, we used them the way Brant described them as, you know, we're point A to point B. We need uh, something boozy. Grant, Now, if you get there a little early, it's tough to find a place that'll, that'll serve you a little alcohol. Yeah, it's a not lot until like about noon. To, It's like trying to get a mimosa in Louisiana on a Sunday
3: don't bring that up that's don't bring that up you're gonna
1: get me fired up. <laughs> we i don't know what we were doing oh no it was after the fishing trip uh Brant. as soon as that was over james and i went right over to uh disney springs and it we walked around and every place we wanted to walk up and get something to drink they weren't serving but we found one beverage cart that we could get like Firefly Lemonades or some type of uh, Firefly Sweet Tea thing or whatever. And we were just hammering those back as we walked around waiting on something better to open up. So anyway, tonight, um, with almost 50 options to grab a drink, asking you guys to pick, you know, your three top spots shouldn't be difficult, especially if you have a fucking binder of notes. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. My wife... Had three lines on a note card for the show she was on. S- S- S-
2: Sydney burnt a forest's worth of paper to, to like put this together, <laughs> and paper. it's stapled oh, it's, and highlighted. Hi- it's, highlighted. it's highlighted. It's highlighted too. Oh, that's.
1: Oh my God, it's an outline. It is. Oh no.
3: I, go, I do my research. Hope you use-
1: I hope you use the Oxford comma in there. I'm going to be severely pissed off. Well, it's the first time ever in 149 episodes we've got show notes.
3: I can post them <laughs> online if anybody would like to see them. We'll,
1: we'll scan no. them into PDF. <laughs> you, very efficient. You guys need a podcast. She's so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> that was dirty pull. I'm sorry. Oh, hey, we, hey, hey I, we're coming back. We're
0: committed. 20, 2020 Whistling Disney's coming back.
1: I hope so. You, hear, you heard I mean, it here. You heard it here first. I put you on the fake three sheets to the mouse web page that no one goes to. <laughs> hey, we know.
3: We're, I didn't even know there was a three sheets to the mouse webpage. We're part
1: of the net. We want to be part of the yeah, network, Mikey. The, we don't have a network. That's another guy.
0: I need to get my network
1: checked, though. We don't have a. Fa- we don't have a network. We have a family. Mm. Which, really, that's a millennial thing to say. If I ever heard it. Yeah. Uh okay, well, S- Sydney, you've got your papers out like you are fucking ready to go right now. Um I said I said give me your your top 3 uh spots to grab a drink in Disney Springs. Walk me around there. What is your third favorite place to go?
3: Okay. Oh, that deep, way someone hours. else can
1: get your someone else can get your first and pick. Hold on, wait a second. You have how many packets of papers?
3: I've got 3.
2: Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> if
3: you I guarantee you if you have a question about any of these places I have the answer somewhere in this is just one I've got the answer
1: okay well I will uh save my questions until the end of your presentation do you have powerpoint slides god tell me you got powerpoint slides you should have should we
3: share them later want us to
1: share our screen with you so you can you can see no just put it on the google drive we'll be fine um, okay, yeah. Give me your number three. Go okay. go through uh, your your um. What are you turning at the end of your college, your your thesis, All right. your doctorate?
3: So my number two and number three were close, but my number three I picked Raglan Road, and I picked that as number three because I just I think it's one of those bars that has in restaurants it has it kind of offers it offers it all you can get a show there's live music on the patio huge drink menu bar area is really nice and the only problem with that place is it is always packed always packed
1: now raglan road i know i've heard of it because on um, an episode where we had to do like a date night or stuff like that that's where i took stephanie at one point that is the irish pub thing yeah down there. Yeah,
3: Irish pub. So they do like a Irish dance show in there. And it, I think they start their live music and shows at like 4.30 in the afternoon. Goes all the way through till pretty much close. And they also do brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. And they have a really good Bloody Mary. That it's like in Maiden House. We've had it. It's really good. But they, I mean, their list, like I pulled their list of drinks and it goes, like there's beer flights, there's, Uh, whiskey flights, there's specialty cocktails, there's wine. I mean, they have everything. Huge cocktail menu, huge alcohol menu.
1: Is there any one drink that you prefer here. I'm going to say except the Bloody Mary because I know you'll drink a bad Bloody Mary.
3: So, I haven't had this, but when I I mean, obviously they have an iced Irish coffee that I would probably get, but they have something called a Strawberry Fields Mimosa that I have not tried, but next time I go, I definitely will. It just sounds really good. It's just, you know, Grey Goose with juices and strawberry puree topped with a Prosecco, and that's right up my alley. But, I mean, I know Three Sheets people love flights, and they do beer flights and whiskey flights, and have all kinds of crazy drinks for any, like, you know, they go from anywhere. They range from anything. Anybody can find something here they want to drink. While listening to live music, and you have the patio to sit outside, you can sit inside, and just kind of have it all. That's why I, I like this place. Oh.
1: The dancers. Oh, yes, yes. No, you made and, an old face. Don't well, let me stop you.
3: You, you brought up the Mary Axe murderers, and I did when I was doing some research on this. All their fish is flown in daily from Boston, at Raglan Road. So they fly in all their fish fresh from That's Boston. That's the
0: most Irish place in America, right?
3: Duh, but yeah, like you were saying, they have dancers, and they they do pull like kids up on stage and kind of teach them an Irish dance throughout the night. And I don't know, it just seems like a cool place if you want some entertainment and not just to sit and have a cocktail if you want something to do or something to listen to. I like it.
1: Maybe a little beer garden kind of thing going on there with the uh, interactive um, nature of the show. When they're dancing, is there live music or is it canned music they're dancing to?
3: No, there's live music.
1: So they've got like a live Irish band-ish, Irish-ish band in there.
3: And then, yes, and then outside on the patio they have another like usually like an acoustic two to three person set, which you can go on their website and you can look up who's playing what night, what band's playing, but they play outside and they usually play like hit songs, not just Irish music. So you can kind of get both when you go there.
1: So no U2 then? No what? No, lots of U2. <laughs> oh,
3: probably. Oh,
0: lots
1: of U2. Okay. Lots
0: probably. Um, and it's, it's uh, cool too, so just not details, but just a big, so it's on the, it's on old. Uh, was it Paradise? Uh, Pleasure Island. So it's in the landing yes. area, which it's crazy because a lot of the best places for drinking are still on this island. Like you figured, I mean, Disney obviously planned this where the party is still on Pleasure Island, although it's not Pleasure Island. And Ryland Road is obviously is, is part of that. And it's a, every time we've gone to that place, it's been busy and and a kind of party vibe. And I don't know, I mean the, the, the the I don't know how often the uh, dancers. Irish dancers happen, but I mean, it's
3: they. Uh, from the research I did, every time I've ever gone in there, they've been up there. So that's why I was like, let me look up and see what times they're. And it said from 4:30 to like 10. They, I mean, they obviously take breaks, but for the most part, they're up there doing their little Irish jig and stuff.
1: Remember in the early 90s when you could, uh, you could literally throw a rock at a state fair and hit three or four different troops doing the uh, fucking river dance somewhere. <laughs> this is yep. close, but a little different. Um, now, Brant, have have you been... Oh, oh, that's a stupid question because you're sitting next to your wife and she's been. So, obviously, you've been in attendance there. Uh, have you got a specific drink on the menu that you like when you go there?
0: So done this a couple times we've done it a couple times for dinner and maybe popped in for drinks drinks once or so when we were just bar hopping um in disney springs but i don't there's not any any specific cocktails that i go for but i will tell you obviously they have an extensive collection of irish whiskey like some stuff that you anything anything you're looking for they have it i remember um, i mean they had every, every Tullamore do, They had every, yeah, I mean, every Bushmills. My wife has given me the, the list of every Yes, of everything yes, here. yes just you have the all. list there. Um, but no, I mean, every and every Bushmills, every, I mean, the Middleton, Green Spot, Riders Tier, Proper 12, Yellow, I mean, everything you want Irish is there. And then also another extensive collection of just European whiskey, scotch, you know, scotches and all that great stuff. They've got a stuff. huge bar. Massive bar. The bar's kind of two-sided, so, um, I don't know, it's, it's kind of a weird setup. When you're at the bar, there's not really a good seat for the Irish dancing, unless you're on, like, very typical.
3: You're bar. pretty much, like, looking to your side to see the stage. One,
0: but it's it's just a different setup, so the bar's not where you want to be at. If if you want to see the dancing, you want to try to be set on the main floor, but i got to imagine that those people... Book those reservations right at the prime time. It's almost like a window seat at California Grill. If you know the dancers come on at seven, you better have like a you know a six six o'clock reservation and and make your reservation really really long because those prime seats in the middle of the floor
1: get taken up pretty quick. Josh, have you been there?
2: Yes, um, not I haven't sat inside or hung out inside, but the outdoor patio spaces also have a walk-up bar that you can walk up to and get a beer, and they have a huge selection of beers on draft, or you can get whiskey. There's a name um, for it, and I can't remember what the name is. I know, Uh-oh, I can't long. remember off the top of my head. I, I probably let me check my it
3: notes.
1: It's,
2: it's yeah, got like a cool, it's got like a cool name.
1: I
3: don't think I. Oh, have so that
1: the already. bar, the, the walk-up has its own. Name. It's off well, the. It's off it, the side of cooks of Dublin.
3: Yeah, anybody can walk the, up to it. Like it's kind of like a walk-up it's bar.
2: It's called like Hole in the Wall or something. Yeah, it's like. something. Okay. Yeah, and you can waltz right up. There's a little fenced-off gate, so there's a couple like uh, bistro tables outside. You know, two-seater little tables, and you can sit out and have your beer, or you can walk up to the bar, get a drink, and. Just walk on to so another truckin'. one of the beer carts. So, Josh, but you're talking so you're talking so if you're looking at the main entrance,
0: that one's to yeah. the to the right towards Cookies of Dublin because there's the actual Raglan Road patio to the left.
2: Yes, it's between the Raglan Road building and Cooks of Dublin. It's like nestled in like a it's- almost feels like a back alley like behind the building kind of patio it's right
0: here look it's called it's literally called the hole in the wall
3: the hole in the wall it has
0: got all it's like, yeah, a, like a five seat bar top and like
2: four four top tables yeah it's and real it, small yeah um but uh sometimes they have somebody out there playing some music too um nothing big but you know acoustic guitar or, or something and it's kind of like a roving musician um it's a cool little spot to stop off and have a drink and kind of sit under the shade for a few minutes Yep. Now, I know um,
1: Sydney and, and Brent mentioned it as well. Uh, tough to get a reservation here. Um, I, I want to just throw a tip out there that may or may not be of use to anybody, but what the hell, it's something that I, I might know. So for a lot of the restaurants in Disney Springs, I know a lot of people are going on the, uh, the Disney app to make reservations and shit like that. Do not underestimate OpenTable, opentable.com for uh, for reservations because you can yep. sometimes find them there when the app says there's not one is this one on there
3: uh, yeah i'm not yes, sure it is. It is. It is. it is
1: it is it is yeah well it, it was when i did my pretend date night and and okay. and, and everything <laughs> um and that's that's also Haleo is on there so i think th- i would bet a lot of these restaurants they are not inside of a park they may have open table availability for them so uh, good, check check good there point. if Disney says no check and see if open table is there I mean I, I assume they would do their best to accommodate you even if it gets kind of kind of thick and hairy because you know a reservation's a reservation
3: yeah and it's, a, it's not impossibly hard it's just like Brant saying those prime time tables just like anywhere else like People want to be right in the middle of everything and they will wait just like Rose and Crown. You, They want to sit you in this table? No, I'll wait a minute for the better table. And people will do that there too.
1: Yep. Yep. All right. So that was Disney. Uh, that was Disney. I, I said Disney, but I meant Sydney, but I'm dyslexic. I looked at your name and it said I'll take Disney. It. That was Sydney's uh, least favorite of her favorites. So I'm going to go uh, across the other way to Josh.
2: Oh, So this is a tough one to say as my least favorite of my favorites. Um, it's also a favorite spot of mine for dinner. Um, and it is also on open table. It is the Boathouse. Mm. Um, I have not had any of the signature cocktails that they have on their menu, their margaritas, anything like that. But when I go there, I drink whiskey and whiskey cocktails they have a gigantic selection of whiskeys scotches bourbons um, cognac you name it and i mean it's huge and they i've seen some things there that i could not even think of finding here and they're you know reasonably priced for disney for a, a pour of you know something that's kind of special i don't mean anything overly special but you know Things that are kind of unique. Um, that's my favorite for that. Um, they have some interesting-looking cocktails, but I always, I can't stray from whiskey, especially when I'm eating steak.
3: So we, I've never been. Is there like a?
2: Well, we we've been to the bar.
3: Oh, uh, we have.
2: There, yeah, we sat. At the there's a bar, sat at the bar that's no, outside. So say,
3: okay, outside. Yeah, there's a
2: the dock the dockside bar out there. And then there's a bar inside. Okay, the we went to the itself. inside bar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They've got they've got a pretty decent uh, selection of whiskeys, and uh, they actually have um, a guy that basically will come to your table, and he'll talk to you. And I, I don't know if he's got any certifications or anything, so I wouldn't. I don't know what to call him, but uh, he's very knowledgeable in whiskey, and he'll bring all the selections to the table. Um, tell you what you kind of want to pair with your dinner or you know what you want to have I got a uh, there was a Jack Daniels barrel pick single barrel old fashioned that I had that uh, had a couple of big big fat Luxardo cherries in it and uh, I mean it's just a it's a nice drink to have with your dinner Uh, sitting outside with that view of, of the lake and Saratoga Springs out there it's just it's a beautiful setting to sit and drink too
1: now this is kind of the I mean I don't I don't wanna say the big deal or the premiere type thing, but this is this is kind of the big deal eating spot in Disney Springs, isn't it? It's
2: definitely uh, up there. there. They look Fair like enough. the cocktails it's okay. look really good.
3: I'm looking at their they menu. Do. They have something called Orlando Pride. It's old Forester bourbon with homemade blackberry citrus citrus puree. That sounds really good.
1: That's a lot like what we had at the bourbon tasting for well, the first sheet up. It was uh, it, it was Elijah Great. Knob Creek. I think it was Knob Creek and a raspberry puree. But I'm going to
2: say they're probably very similar. Yeah, like, same concept. Fashioned.
3: Bourbon and fruit puree.
2: Yeah. That yeah, sounds have, delicious. Um, and and I, everything they use is, is quality ingredients, fresh squeezed juices. I mean, it's you know i mean in disney generally most of the places you go that are more upscale signature dining type places are going to have those kind of cocktails but i mean they make a, a fresh margarita um they have some of the lake um you know boat sailing nautical themed cocktails that look pretty good um but i just always get whiskey when i'm there now what would
1: what would amber get what does amber get
2: uh, she, she's actually a big-time whiskey drinker, too. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, she also does like margaritas. Um, I think she got, I think she probably got the same thing that I had. Um, she usually tries to have something close or, you know, a slight variation of what I have so we can kind of compare notes.
1: Now, you, um, I know we're talking about, you know, drinking around Disney Springs, but but damn it, you mentioned steak at the at the seafood. Why why are you getting steak at the seafood joint?
2: Josh, what the uh, hell man?
3: Josh swears right, by so, this place. He says it's amazing.
2: Let me let me break it down. So they're actually run by Gibson Steakhouse. So they have their own steak, their own select meat. Um they have a it's all grain fed or grass finished. Um I have to go down the list, but they have specific cuts of meat. That are, that are for them. And they have a specific cooking process that they sear it at 1,800 degrees in a broiler. Um, they actually do steak very, very well. Now, they do seafood extremely well, too. Their scallops are... I've never had anything better. And I love the scallops of flying fish, and I swear by them. But I, the boathouse scallops are second to none. I've never had anything better in all the places I've had them. Okay. I love it scallops is too. I would definitely want to try that. So the guy sca- i know this is more not drinks, but the scallops—they come with uh, on a creamy polenta, and it's so so good. Um, and then Olivia was with us when we went to dinner the last time, and she got the lobster mac and cheese, and I mean, full lobster claws in there, just just so much. Meat. Oh God! And yeah. Olivia is your daughter. Yeah, a stepdaughter. How, yeah, how, a stepdaughter. How old is she? Uh, she is fourteen now. Oh,
1: okay. So and and, and grabbing on the, uh, the the lobster. I can't get. I mean, <laughs> Boston won't eat. He'll eat fish sticks. That's his seat. Well, no, no. He will eat popcorn shrimp, and if it's good, fried catfish. And by good, I mean like ghetto fried catfish he will eat the shit out of some fried catfish but aside from that he ain't he ain't messing with lobster keaton would do it just to piss us all off and order something <laughs> real expensive on a menu all right so uh so far we've got the uh the boathouse oh wait brant's got a finger I, show me your finger because
0: well, i saw this before and i was just wanted to kind of uh, to ask josh you're the boathouse fan so how many meals does the boathouse serve in a
2: year I actually one at one time knew this because it is the biggest grossing restaurant in the area. It is a lot. They, it's a really big restaurant. You don't think so until you go out on the deck, but it is a lot of meals. Sixth, but you can tell me because I'm not going to even pull it out. Sixth
0: biggest restaurant in gross volume in America. 30, 30 million in sales, Six hundred Over 600,000 meals served in a year
1: out of this one location. Out uh, of that restaurant. Six, that location. Sixth
0: biggest restaurant
1: bitch. in America.
2: It's huge. I mean, there. It, when you go outside, the docks just keep going and going. And there are Chris Craft boats, and every single one of them is, is taken care of and is operational.
3: It's uh, got to be I good was, to keep drawing people to go there like you can have all the space you want but you got to get people in there to fill it
2: up it's it's always full i mean every time i've i've checked um you know it's it's always full up and e- even all those outdoor tables and again if you sit out there and you have that view of the saratoga springs across the lake i mean it's it's gorgeous and it's yes. a, a, on a nice night with a breeze you know and and the, it's the sun sets and you have the warm light coming out of the building and it, it's just perfect. It, I I love this location. So quick math
0: and that's sixteen
2: hundred meals a day. <clears throat> that's,
0: that's pretty pretty impressive. That's impressive. That's impressive. <laughs> biggest, re- I, biggest restaurant Disney by a landslide.
2: I think their hours too. They're they're only open um, lunch. I mean they're not open like early in the day. It's I don't know what their exact hours are, but they're limited. Hours. They don't do any breakfast or anything or brunch. It's all lunch and dinner. That's
3: impressive. There you
1: go, folks. Episode 149, a tribute to all restaurants in Disney Springs, but mostly the boathouse. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and now it's his I least, mean, it least is... favorite. <laughs> well, yeah. It's my, well, it's my
1: for, least for favorite drinking. drinking spot. Yeah. Yeah, because it's crowded and you want to eat when you're there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> Well, let's move over to Brant and uh, see what he hates the uh, the most of all the favorite things to do and drink in Disney
0: in Springs. So, um, mine is is a lounge because the restaurant's definitely not anything to boast on. And I kind of tried to go obscure on my list. You know, probably not the most possible, you know, popular things, but things that we enjoyed and experienced. And it's the Lava Lounge at Rainforest Cafe. Um, and a, a few reasons why this is a sleeper, and we like and we like it. First, if you stay at Saratoga Springs, it's your like either your can consider it your closest or your last hope for a lounge.
3: It's closer than the lobby.
0: Before you when you're well, in if you're in Congress Park, Park yes, you are correct, 100. Um, percent But if you're walking, if you're leaving and you're heading back to your room, it's kind of your last chance to get a cocktail. Um, before heading to Disney Springs, and um, it honestly, it honestly is a cool vibe. It's out, it's outside. The bar is against the wall. It's open view over the water. You walk down from, I guess, the main. Um, the main platform of Disney Springs you walk down a few feet and your feet are almost like on water level so it's really close to the water so you have a crazy just perfect perspective over the over the water you can see almost straight line all the way to um Cirque du Soleil and just the whole kind of coastline, I guess you would say across the lake um
3: tell the story so, about the two guys we met with their mom
0: oh okay. god bottle of Jack Daniels well uh our first trip there, our first solo trip was in 07, and we ended up there with some oh, in 17. seventeen. That's what I meant. So, sorry, uh, with some with some other sheeters and we met these, like, I don't know, Armenian. They were,
3: like, Armenian, coolest shit dudes, and their mom was there with them, and and we all got plastered, and all of a sudden, one of them, like, just bought a bottle of Jack Daniels from the bar, and was just pouring shots and everything, and he was like, come meet my mom, and we all went and met his mom, and we took
0: a picture with the Jack, the bartender took a picture with us at the bar with the bottle of Jack Daniels. And this is a cool atmosphere. It was, it's cool atmosphere. It's, op- like I said, it's open air on, it's kind of a, almost like a semicircle shaped bar, open air on the water side. And it's, a, like I said, it's a sleeper bar. It's, you never think, hey, let's go to Rainforest Cafe to have cocktails. Krala
3: loves this place. Uh,
0: but it is a great, it's a great bar. It's open to 10.30, Sunday through Thursday, 11.30 on Friday and Saturday, so it does close a little early. But Disney Springs in general kind of closes at...
3: Well, no, it's not supposed to close till 2, but everything...
0: No, I thought Boardwalk closed at 2. Springs closes no. at I, they had a
3: sign recently that said they were staying open later. Last time we were there, uh,
0: maybe so. Maybe maybe the stuff on the island, but this is not on the island. So, um, but their their famous thing um, or one of their more popular cocktails. They have some signature martinis, and they have a blood ruby is what it's called. Um, all of their cocktails are kind of in that whole jungle explorer theme. So I kind of I kind of dig that. Um, but they have a ruby red um, martini with. Citronage, and uh, Blood Orange Sour um, super cool nothing nothing extra crazy or extra themed about it except just an absolutely awesome view of the lake and the, the kind of shoreline and Saratoga Springs it's the last thing out first thing in if you're going to Saratoga Springs as far as getting a cocktail or sitting in a lounge
3: and, it just uh, closes too early in my in my opinion
0: yeah but it's not bad and I'm pretty sure you always you could get rainforest cafe food so if it's a good if it's a pretty night and you don't have rainforest you don't have reservations and you want to eat rainforest cafe go down into the lava lounge sit at the bar or one of the tables right on the water I mean and eat and the weather's beautiful it's gonna be
1: quite enjoyable i think and and the the hidden gem i think is you know mostly what i was looking for with this because obviously um everybody's number number ones are going to be the uh more prominent choices possibly and i say everyone i mean not me because i don't don't think about Diddy springs but uh, the, this is cool. I saw Lava Lounge when I was doing quick research on places you can get a drink. When I was, you know, looking up how many total places offer alcohol, and I was like, Ah, Rainforest Cafe. It's probably going to be beers. But no, if they got some cool um, exploration island themed uh, cocktails here, that's that's worth that's worth checking out. Especially if it's like you said, it's a, it's kind of a sleeper. You know, it doesn't get a lot of. Uh, a lot of crowd back there, so. And night, cool. I think nighttime is the key for this. I don't think it would
0: have the same kind of draw or, like, feel if during the day. No,
3: it's nice, like, when the breeze is coming off the water and you're sitting there and you can get a cocktail and it's fairly quiet because it's not really packed.
0: And I'm, I'm telling you, when I tell you, you're, like, your feet are on the water, like, you are, like it is on the water, um, close to the water. Everything else, I feel, is, is elevated, but this is almost, I mean, you can easily reach through the rails and touch the water. It's, like, that low Uh, the way it's situated to the water, which I think is cool because I don't think there's another place, there's not another place in Disney Springs that is set in that kind of um, position for, and I tell you what, if they ever do Mikey, a drone show over the water, this is gonna be a dessert party reserve $100, I mean this is gonna be the primo spot to watch any type of show that ever happens over that lake in Disney Springs. Well, sign me up. Yep.
3: You heard it here first. You
0: heard it here first. Disney's listening. It'll be out next eat Tuesday
1: that. from uh, Disney Parks blog. Yeah, eat that, WDWNT. We, sque- <laughs> we, we scooping that ass. Scooping okay. that ass. So, so speaking, speaking of doing number two, <laughs> um, Sydney... What's your uh, what's your numero dos? Where's wh- where's the second best uh, place for you to have a drink? This is the
3: one I have the most notes on.
1: That is letterhead.
3: Uh, I okay, so I picked Morimoto Asia for my second one, and particularly the Forbidden Lounge upstairs. But they have two bars, so kind of all of it. But. I picked this one because Brandon and I ended up happening upon it. We had a reservation er, there and our reservation wasn't ready. So we walked up the stairs and we sat there and they have a, t- I mean, their cocktail list is extensive, but we ended up both getting a nice glass of one. It was just really nice. Like it's a good place if you want to get semi dressed up, like not like tux or anything, but just a little more than, you know, park clothes and have a nice cocktail. It's quiet. And the place is really cool. I mean, the whole building is like 36 feet tall, and they have a sculpture that goes from the hostess desk to the to the front, the bottom bar on the first floor, all the way up through the stairway to the second floor, and it all connects. And it's just really pretty atmosphere, tons of good cocktails. Um, and they, all, they have a private VIP entrance for the second story, the Forbidden Lounge Bar, that you can go in. And I don't know, it's just cool. It's a really, really pretty, quiet, romantic place if you're looking for that. Have you been, Josh?
2: Um, no, not inside, just to the outside window.
3: The outside's beautiful, too. That whole building is beautiful, it is. And they, I mean, they've got all oh, like I was looking, they have so at the Forbidden Lounge, they do like a late night. Uh, menu too and then all they have four like specialty cocktails they're all $8 and then they have a late night menu that you can order food and stuff but then they have their whole menu you can order from and I've never had this I I didn't even know they had this because now I want to go get it but they have a dim sum Bloody Mary that it it says our Asian inspired that that sounds good (laughs) Asian inspired Bloody Mary with Hanger 1 vodka a touch of wasabi and an egg roll garnish for $16 which is a little pricey but I would try it and then they have a Japanese old Fashioned, which is a, a just a Japanese whiskey with a hint of orange which I would I haven't tried either one of those cuz like I said I think both times we went we got wine but I would definitely try those too. And it's just a pretty even if you're not eating there it's a great place to like start a date a romantic date night out having like a cocktail or a glass of wine up there because it's quiet and you can overlook the restaurant it's just a it's a absolutely beautiful building
0: i would agree that it's definitely worth pre-gaming if you 100 are eating at morimoto but even not if you're doing one of the nicer restaurants which i haven't been to STK or Jaleo, Mikey, or any of the other, you know, nicer restaurants in the Springs. But if you if you want to have a little bit of variety, this is a, and when we went, we got a, we walked in, we got a seat at the bar. It was relatively calm. It wasn't quiet by any means because the restaurant's buzzing below, but,
3: but like, it we, feels weren't getting, quiet we weren't when you're getting up there.
0: bumped by people. And it's called a Forbidding Lounge and it definitely seemed like it was set aside and something that was almost like, hey, we're here in the midst of all these people, but no one else is really a part of it. It was definitely kind of the way it was set aside is pretty cool. And that sculpture that she's talking about, the, whole, the it's big amazing. White, it's amazing when you actually
3: even if you're not it. gonna go in there, it's worth popping in and just looking at the building in there because it is amazing.
0: Yeah, this architecture is. This architecture rivals some of the resorts and how fine the architecture is unique on this building,
3: yeah, How unique yeah. it is. First sure. it's probably it's the most unique building I've seen on Disney property, it's in my cool. opinion. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it.
1: It's great. Now you you've told me what looks good and what you want to have. What have you had?
3: So, well, we've eaten food there, but as far as drinks, we usually do wine when we go. We do like a red wine, but we've eaten there a couple times. We've had food-wise, which I know we're talking more about drinks, but we've had the Wagyu that they come out and cook at your table. Which is amazing. We've done the sashimi platter. We've done their sticky ribs, his sticky ribs, which we just, for New Year's Eve, we cooked. We got his recipe and cooked them at home. They were good. not as good as his, but the food there is phenomenal. But we always end up drinking wine, because usually when we eat sushi, we drink wine. My brother and them had a bunch of sake, and he said it was phenomenal. Oh, you know what we
0: had here that was amazing? What? The freaking sushi tower. Yeah so they have sushi tower there's a hundred dollar and a two hundred dollar sushi tower that you can get and it's literally just a heaping pile of
3: and it's just chef chef calls it you just get this and he brings yep. it out so
0: there's basically one for two to three people for a hundred bucks and one for four to six people for two hundred dollars and it's yeah it's
3: but chef's I, I think choice. we both drank wine.
0: We did. I mean, I may have. I mean, I'm sure I've had a Japanese whiskey or something. But the the highlights from Morimoto food wise were the wagyu. And, we're uh, talking about drinks. The sti- I know the sticky ribs. Well,
3: um, I'm not high, we're trying I'm to talk about. I drinks. will tell you, we didn't have the sake, but my brother and them did. He said the sake was amazing that they had. I don't know which ones they had. But as far as the cocktail lounge goes, they have a cocktail called the Bee's Knees which is Kettle One vodka, lavender, honey, and fresh squeezed lemon juice, mint, and a sorbet, that's what I would try. If I had to go pick a cocktail in the lounge right now, and it's $8. I don't know where you find a cocktail for $8 in Disney.
1: You sure it's not like a, a shot-tell?
3: Uh, it might be, but I don't know.
1: Even that though, uh, those the green tea shots aren't that cheap either, so. No.
2: <laughs> okay, Josh, number two. So, this m- might top a lot of people's number one lists, but uh, my number two is going to be Jock Lindsay's. Speaking of green tea shots. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here we go. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, yeah, well, we, we don't, we don't want to talk about that. Um, so, I like to stop in here in the middle of the day after it opens, and I mean, it's cool inside, both in decor and in air conditioning. You can sit out on the the docks on the back. Um, I have three favorite drinks, and they're all pretty different. Um, I like the Scottish Professor uh, a lot. It's monkey shoulder um, with uh, Hendrix gin, pear nectar, simple syrup, and lemon juice. Um, It's a cloudy little drink. It's just, it's really good. Um, The Cool Headed Monkey, which I think everybody loves, it's uh, Star African Rum. Yeah. Star African rum, uh, tangerine liqueur, lime juice, watermelon, and pineapple juice served in a little monkey idol head, little tiki glass. Um, and then th- my favorite is the Hail Marty, which uh, is just Colonel E.H. Taylor single barrel, uh, bottled in bond over an ice sphere. Um, simple, but, uh, you know, expensive, but uh, it's It's Disney, but uh, it's a. Uh, pretty big glass of it from what i remember
3: see i feel about Jacques Lindsay's is the atmosphere is amazing and their drinks are okay and i think well, that's why it probably comes up number two for a lot of people
2: yeah their their drink list is massive but it's a lot of really sweet and fruity drinks yep, and exactly i I'm a, I'm a whiskey drinker i like sweet drink sometimes, but I mean you've got like the Reggie's Revenge which looks awesome sitting there on the counter, but it's just I mean it's it's so melon. that's, what's, so it's that's m-
0: what's in the in the green glow tube.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. what's
2: in the green glow tube. It's but basically it's so sweet. It it tastes like a glass of Midori. It's yeah. just pure green yeah. melon. It's it's sweet.
1: It is, and- it's 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 vodka and melon. It's yeah. that then it's that that's pretty much it. And it is very and, and lime. Um, yeah. Very sweet, um, very sticky. If you make them at home,
2: this is <laughs> this is
1: one of the few um, spots out there that I've actually been to, um, and and uh, ordered something that wasn't just a green tea shot that was put in front of me. I had the um, the Scotch flight there, which the uh, was the the Scotch flight, uh, and it was that's the a first good time. deal. It is, yeah, it it's is. It's a great um, deal. I, I hadn't had the uh, the Boma before. That's that was nice. Yes. But yeah. That's
2: my. That's fantastic.
1: It it's is. Um. Sixteen.
0: Sixteen ounces, and it's four three-quarter pours. Yeah.
3: For how much? Oh, wait.
0: No. 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 Three. Macallan Highland so, Park twelve. So, sounds and B'more twelve. For yeah. sixteen bucks.
3: That's pretty. That's a good deal.
2: It's. I remember we were sitting in the diving bell. Um, I don't, last year, the year before last, and a couple of us got them, and they brought the paddles in, and that whole little diving bell room just instantly smelled like peat smoke, and it's like, oh, this <laughs> is nice. <laughs>
1: oh, this, this is what it smells like to work at the Laphroaig. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, and of course, um, like anywhere else, they've got like a little food selection there, and I know we're not, we're not supposed to talk about food, but.
0: Uh, you have um, to, because I mean, it, it goes along with the small bites, especially a, the small bites yeah. go along with drinking. Cause yeah. Most of the time, when you're drunk, you, you got to have something to nibble on.
1: Well, my, and I'll tell you right now, if you don't know it going into it, the popcorn chicken is a pun.
2: It, it's, that's what? my favorite. I love it though. It's The popcorn so good.
1: chicken, it's a pun, Grant. A pun. It's it's it's, it's skewers with a um, sweet and spicy. I thought the chicken tasted really good.
0: It was um, real good.
1: You know, boneless wings, basically on some skewers, and it's served in a, um, as I recall, like a stainless steel, uh, well, almost like a shaker cup, almost full of popcorn.
3: I think we've had and that. And then those skewers we've are shoved in it.
1: there. So, hey, if you like popcorn, it's not buttered, but you know, you eat, eat the, on the chicken. Bucket? You, you, uh, maybe it was like a, a small bucket or pill, but you know, yeah, it's, hey, a, it's you, a you little... get some of that sriracha sauce or whatever's on there, the chicken you know, and okay. got the popcorn. Popcorn tastes good. Otherwise, it's just very <laughs> bland popcorn.
0: So it's it's not popcorn chicken. It's popcorn. It's chicken on popcorn. It's
2: boneless wings that are stuck on top of a bucket of popcorn.
1: It's it's popcorn, space <laughs> chicken should have been popcorn, comma <laughs> space chicken, popcorn and chicken. Yeah, but that, that's where they get you. I mean, literally, that would probably have gone over better at uh, the, the Skipper's Canteen <laughs> B- because of the pun. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a punny place.
2: But they have good small bites. I mean, the pretzel's good, and the—actually, uh, I think I've tried the empanadas and the uh, queso fundido, too, and it's all pretty good. We've, we've been a few times to just kind of parked there and had some appetizers and drinks and— uh, you know, and if you get the right server or bartender and you ask them a certain phrase depending on who it is, sometimes they'll make you do trivia, other times if you ask them uh, if if Jock has been in lately, uh, you can get your wings. They will give you a pin that says Jock Lindsay's hangar bar that looks like a set of pilot's wings that you can pin to your shirt.
1: That's, hey, okay, that's, that's cool. That is cool. That's one of them free souvenirs that just again, it pluses the experience there. And you know, Sydney mentioned that the theming here is probably what the big draw is, and it, it's it, she's not wrong. I mean, this is literally a bar lounge themed after the first Indiana Jones movie, basically. I mean, there's a lot of nods, memorabilia, and it is a, a period uh, type of you know lounge that looks like it was set back in the it would have been early forties, I think.
2: Yes. Because
1: the second one took place in Hindenburgish, so this would have been early forties. So, I mean, it definitely is probably one of the uh, I, fun, I will a, a fun theme. Not quite, you know. It's like it, it's a lot like
2: Trader Sam's. I, I would say as far as the theme, but with no show. I will say this: it does suffer from baseline tap house syndrome. In that, during the nighttime, they switch it over to this weird top 40 radio mix that's done in style, kind of of the time period, and it's it's really not. It, it's I don't like it very much.
1: See, I would because it reminds me of the postmodern jukebox. All right, Brent, take me to your uh, your choice for your second favorite or second best place or second place i should get a drink so
0: this is this is a place that i love absolutely everything about this place except watching sporting events Um, and it's a great place to watch sporting events unless you're sydney and i um and it's splitsville lanes we haven't done bowling there but uh we've watched lsu lose to alabama and 18 during the first shoot up and we watched the Saints massive blunder where the uh, pass interference call wasn't called in January of 19 at Splitsville so we don't go to Splitsville to watch sporting events anymore however uh, we you did. can do it
1: this year though because you won't be able to see the Saints play
3: yeah but LSU's yeah. playing in the national championship
1: but we'll be on really? the cruise for that so hopefully
0: we'll be okay Although I think we're 0 for 3 on Disney property yeah. for, for, for major sporting events. So we're kind of nervous about being on the cruise ship for the national
1: championship game. Um, you won't have any internet access well, it's unless on the you're SPN. actually. It's on ESPN, so oh, let's just hope it's. Yeah. You'll find it down probably at, uh, uh, eight, the, Irish at the pub, pub yeah, downstairs. 876 eight, or whatever thing it is.
0: Any, anyhow, Splitsville. Um, has been a great experience. Outside of that, I mean, the food's great. They have the most massive variety. If I think if you want pizza, if you want sushi, if you want burgers, we're talking about drinks.
2: Um, there's everything. But <laughs> <laughs> it's well, obvious what we do when we drink. We eat. Well, we eat. I mean, I mean that's, not, that's just what happens. Yeah, but um, I think the biggest thing
0: for this, I mean. It's got a standard bar. It's got your standard bar. But the big thing here, especially if you're from the south and where daiquiris are king, um, frozen cocktails at Splitsville um, are awesome. And there's a little there's a little secret to the frozen cocktails. So um, they have six frozen cocktails. I I see Da-quiris. them on, online. Yeah, daiquiris. But I, I see them online at $13 each. Or there's actually five. $13 each. But I think... It's 22 bucks from what I can gather online. I can't really see a hard copy of the menu, but it's in the 20 range that you can get this souvenir um, bottle. And you basically have to buy the souvenir bottle for your first one regardless. So that it's kind of the menu is kind of um, misleading. So it's 22 bucks for your first one. And then if you get it refilled like the Lapu Lapu Mikey, it's $13 Mm -hmm. for for the refill, but $22 for your first one. But, however, you can keep that bottle, and if you go back, you can get that second drink price every time.
3: Yeah, it's not like the resort mugs where it like expires.
0: Right. So, right. as long as you Good. got a Splitsville water bottle, frozen drink thing, basically what it is is an old school 90s plastic sports, sports, sports bottle, bottle with a crinkly straw and the built in koozie with Splitsville on the built in koozie. And it's a, I don't know, 16 ouncer. And, um,. And basically, you you get it refilled.
3: But you can, if you have an owner's locker or something, you can leave this bottle in your owner's locker. And When you go down, you have this bottle. And the one thing, the best thing about all of this... That is this your number two or mine? No, go ahead. Right. I'll wait and make sure you mention this.
0: <laughs> um, what,
3: what's yours is mine, babe.
0: It's true. Go ahead and say what you're going to say. No, you go ahead. The best thing about this is that... I think one of the cool things is that there's actually an outside bar with the daiquiris face outside. So you don't have to actually go in Splitsville. So if you have this cup and you're all walking around, you can get the daiquiri outside of Splitsville. And there's one that I'll point out that's my, my favorite. That's the swamp water, which is the one that we've had numerous times. And it is 151 rum, what they call grain alcohol, which I can't really determine whether that's either diesel or vodka, because it just says grain alcohol. but. One or the other, blue raspberry and lemonade, and it literally tastes like a blue sweet tart. It's
3: so good, and it's it not too sweet because oh, we don't sweet. really like. No, not compared to some of the other daiquiris.
0: But anyway, it's it's great. So anyway, what were you, you going to bring up?
3: I love you.
0: Okay. Was it by the outside part? Yeah, I figured. I figured that was where you were going but I mean so you t- I mean tell me though. I mean you you've did Splitsville with, with me and we like I said I think we had amazing time there except for the fucking sport. yeah
3: we just keep losing it sucks cause it's got I mean if you wanna go and watch a game you can go and sit down there as a TV anywhere you look you can get just some appetizers or order off the menu com- everything you could ever want on a bar plus their specialty drinks and it's just a good spot to sit down and like watch a game but your team will probably lose.
0: Side note though, um, two things. One, do not expect to hear the game because they have a strict thing where they have a DJ music set, and none of the TVs have volume, and under no circumstance, no matter how much you beg or how much cash you offer them, they will not put the the TV volume on. You can tune
3: into the app or whatever.
0: That was the second thing, is there's an app called TuneIn, and it's not just for there, but it's an app on your phone called TuneIn that you can literally scan the TV, it'll pick up the the TV station uh, and play the audio through your phone, so if you happen to have headphones on, you can pop a headphone in. And, and listen to the TV. Uh, and what's cool is the TuneIn app actually has a plus or minus uh, delay. So you can tune into the station and if the station's a few seconds ahead wherever it's actually broadcasting from, you can kind of fine tune that audio to where it matches Um, The TV you're actually watching so you can actually use it at home uh, If you're in situations like I am where I'm in the living room watching TV and my uh, Family-in-law is screaming in the kitchen. You can just boom tune in put the headphones in and watch TV
1: like uh, You're alone in the house so it works good So do you um, ever bowl at this bowling alley we We haven't but but the bowling looks great and it's kind of segmented into like
0: four or five lane blocks like spread throughout the building so it's not like a a massive bowling area where there's 20 or 30 lanes wide and it takes up the whole space it's kind of private like there's five
3: lanes here five lanes there like it's it's nice. I would like to bowl there one day, but
0: it would be something where sheeters could take over a block of lanes and almost basically have a private area with TVs and service and you, know, you could get 20 people together, have four or five lanes and have your own kind of private area essentially.
1: Isn't it a and it's I think it's a lot like top golf where you rent the lane instead of paying by the I would be, I would bet the the it's something.
3: No, but, it's probably like that. Like you rent it for an hour. I
1: think that is. I would bet that's the case, Mikey. Well, there you go. The price just came down, folks. Get friends. Make friends. Yep. Find a homeless person to go bowling with. (laughs) That's how we do. It's Ohana. Okay, so we got uh, Splitsville as Brant's number two. So we're... Oh, my gosh. We're number ones now. (laughs) Sydney.
3: All right, so I picked Dockside Margarita as my number one because... They've got really good drinks, and then my favorite place to be in Disney Springs is there. I mean, you get your margarita, you go right to the right of the building, and you sit down, you're looking at the water, there's live music. We went with his mom and dad, who really aren't big drinkers. I mean, they each got a margarita, and we sat for, what, an hour? At least. And just... Nobody talked to anybody. We just sipped on our drink.
0: Big deck chairs.
3: Big deck chairs. Listened to the music, looked out at the water. It was like I was in it was like I was on a beach somewhere. It wasn't like I was in Disney. It was peaceful. It was quiet. And they've got a really good, I mean, you can get, they have seasonal draft beers, frozen margaritas, margaritas on the rocks, wine, like whatever you want they have, and you can just move on over and, and just peacefully enjoy your drink. And even though there's thousands of people walking behind you, you don't even hear it. So that's why it's it's probably my favorite spot in Disney Springs.
0: So just to add to that, um, every time we go, we do the the window service. So there's a window service you can walk up to, you can get your, your margarita or whatever, and then we kinda go sit on the dock. So it's not it's not table service or like cocktail service. So you have to be at the little dockside hut to get service. But the seating is right there and it's convenient. But we haven't done it, but there is a um, a backside, like on the backside, the water side, there is an entire bar seating that you yeah, can We've, never, sit. we've never done there. it. So you can sit basically a bar your back is to the water though um, your backs to the water but you can sit basically at a bar, at the bar and get essentially served at the at the bar if you want to sit there as well the music from whoever the acoustic guitar it's usually just an acoustic guitar player one, playing, guy. one guy and yeah and it's kind of piped in that area it's got the whole bistro light so once again so we sat there during the day it was great but we've also been at like you know when the sun was going down, kind of at sunset. It's a cool nice. vibe. Bistro lights at dusk when this when the uh, sun's going down. And it's uh, it's super pretty. And it's also right close to Lava, the Lava Bar, in the same kind of area right on right on the water. And I think, I mean, there's nothing exciting about the water in Disney Springs, but just being close to the water and having that expansive view, the way that Disney Springs is set out. I mean, Disney's all about their sight lines. And, and I mean, I think every one of these places, they did a good job of putting their sight lines in.
3: It's not, like, play. super cheap because it's in Disney. But for Disney, I mean, it's not horrible. You're looking at, I mean... Ten to seventeen dollars for your margarita, which that's Disney prices.
0: So here we also had. Um, I don't. I'm sure it's just like the Knob Creek, um, Josh and Mikey, where they buy the a Trone? barrel. Yeah, they buy yeah. a barrel for the entire like parks. Well, I haven't seen it many other places, but I imagine if you looked hard enough, it probably is. But they have a Patron, like a Reposado Patron, or maybe an Añejo Patron Barrel Select Disney Por- Parks Porks. Disney oh, Parks Patron Barrel Select. That's 100% available at Dockside Margarita. I'm not sure where else on property, but we took
1: shots of it, and it was phenomenal. It was Patron. Um, I've been to Dockside, actually, and they were closed.
3: Oh, and What time did you try to go?
1: It was uh, Early. well it was it was when James and I were trying to find something to drink.
3: Yeah, wait pick my notes back up. I have the time on there. I don't think they open till noon and have, yeah. I, a lot of, a lot in Disney Spring doesn't open till noon from what I was looking at. Yeah, noon to 10:30 and then Thursday through se- uh, Sundays they're open till 11.
1: That was easily two hours and 15 minutes too late for us. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a shame. Okay, Josh, uh, you're, you're number one, the uh, the finishing move.
2: So, I don't think that I can gush enough about this place, and it is literally a hidden gem. I mean, it's actually hidden. So, when you walk past Planet Hollywood, you go over the bridge there. It's down underneath uh, where Steak and, and all of those are up top. If you go down below... Underneath um, Maria and Enzo's, there's a little door that says Enzo's Hideaway. If you go in that door, uh, if there's not a host or hostess inside the door, you are sort of lost because there's two different hallways. One of them goes to a dead end, the other one kind of heads down a short hallway that dead ends into another hallway that's covered in bricks and I mean, I'm lost. crumbling. Can you
0: start over? Can you start over?
2: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. And uh, Obviously and there wasn't a server there, Brant. <laughs> because you got lost. <laughs> and anyway, it's covered in bricks and, and crumbling concrete as you get see, further underground into this. Uh, basically, it's kind of a speakeasy type uh, thing. But it's a pretty massive restaurant down there. Um, but it's completely isolated from Disney Springs. It's, it's quiet. Aside from the music, I mean, I've not been in there when there's a full dining room because, you know, we go during drinking time, which starts in the afternoon or late morning. But anyway, um, it's, it's well lit. There's an open kitchen off to the right of the bar. You can see everybody's working. It smells great. They have really good food. We have not eaten a full meal. We've only done small plates. But again, this is about drinking. So they have several drinks that I absolutely love um number one uh it, it's called the scottish connection now they've changed it it's made with monkey shoulder uh, antica angostura and uh luxardo uh cherries it is uh, basically it's a manhattan made with now it's monkey shoulder but when i first had it it was made with Art bay and wow,
1: that, those are two different drinks.
2: Oh, yeah, those are two different
1: drinks. The
2: best thing I'd ever had. And the last time I went, I was like, oh, you changed it to Monkey Shoulder. It used to be Ardbeg. And, of course, they, oh, we'll make it with Ardbeg for you. If you remember it the old way, if you want it with Ardbeg, we'll make it with Ardbeg. I, It's fantastic. I, I absolutely love that drink. It's the most unique thing I'd ever had. And I've had a couple of bars around here make it, and it's not, it's not the same. Um, of course, they have Todd Miller's favorite drink, the Hazelnut Old Fashioned, which they use the um, Enzo's Hideaway Single Barrel Knob Creek um, with Frangelico, and orange slice, and Luxardo cherries over a big ice cube. We make them here quite a bit because they're really, really good. I had to find the proportions to get the recipe just right, um, but it's a really, really good drink. And then uh, the Peacekeeper, which is... Also made with monkey shoulder. um, And then it's got pineapple, maraschino, liqueur, uh, bitters, and then it's topped off with Prosecco. It's really good. It's super refreshing. Um, There's just a lot. I mean, first of all, they call their cocktails Giggle Water, which is like kind of fun. Um, They have a whole selection of wines. They have a bunch of different whiskeys. They'll make an aviation. um, And when we went for our honeymoon... We were in there. We didn't say anything. We just had our buttons on. We stopped in because it's one of our favorite places. It's our favorite place at Springs. We were talking to the bartender. He made us a couple drinks. And then, before you know it, the entire kitchen staff is coming out of the kitchen and singing to us. And they brought us this huge slice of tiramisu with congratulations written on the plate and happily ever after. Completely unexpected. And it was all because we were in there and. You know, we told them this was our favorite place, and I told them that I remembered how the drink was made. And, I mean, they just really were regulars, if you will, that come there, you know, every six months or whatever. Um, We love it. The atmosphere is great. The food, the small plates are fantastic. And the drinks are just, they're the best that I've had down there because they're just so unique.
3: Okay, I have a dumb question. Yeah. So... I'm, we've never been here. So Enzo, yeah. is, Maria and Enzo's is a restaurant.
2: Yes. With a and different so is, menu
3: than Enzo's Hideaway. Yes.
2: Completely yes. different. Yes, it's okay. completely different See, menu. we have nev- never made, done either one. I've never done Maria and Enzo's. Um, when I, I used to only drink at Enzo's Hideaway for the first couple of times. And then the last time we got the fried risotto balls and the um, mozzarella, the fried mozzarella, and then... Um, I think there was a... We got some bread with the olive oil that they brought to us. And just, again, small plates, but their sauce is delicious and everything is super good. Um, So is it... So
0: the Enzo's Hideaway is actually... Is it kind of like under the walkway that goes right there? We've been in it. We we,
3: walked walked through through it. it,
0: But I I guess I don't remember. I didn't remember. I didn't sit... We did it passing through it. I didn't really like take... Yeah, we just walked through it. I didn't get like a... Headspace is yeah. where I was
2: at. When you go under, um, so the bridge that goes up to where um, Maria and island. Enzo's, like the bridge yeah, onto the island, the bridge onto the island. So if you, the entrance is right next to that bridge under there, and right under the bridge, there's actually outdoor seating that's under it that's got some tables, and you can get drinks and oh, things shit. served outside. Okay. Okay. Um, so then that's under the bridge, and then connects to. Uh, Maria and Enzo's. Um, is that so Maria mean, and Enzo's? Can,
0: is a two-story. Two
2: uh, yes, but the basement part is Enzo's hideaway.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, we hadn't done that. Sorry. Honestly, we
0: haven't done any Italian in Disney, and I'm kind of ashamed sh- that we have not done any Italian in Disney
2: at all. <laughs> well, the other well, we, Italian we get done the room Disney, Disney pizza. is. Yeah. Oh. Uh, hey, the, the boardwalk pizza is good.
3: That's the best that's the pizza on Broadway.
2: That's the only I, one. I love Boardwalk Pizza. Last time we yeah. were there, we got a white pizza that was really good. But anyway, we're off topic now on that one. But are Probably we? The usual. <laughs> I do <The> <laughs> um, Yeah, I can't. I can't say enough good things about um, Enzo's Hideaway. It's. It's just the even the atmosphere is super cool because there's the the, the half circle booths that line the walls as you walk in and it's kind of like a wine cellar almost um, and it, it's just the atmosphere is super cool and the drinks I mean I could go on and on about the drinks I've had almost every one of them on the menu which you know that's an accomplishment
1: the best one to get though is that art bag old fashioned
2: that art bag drink is you just have to make sure you specify it's called the scottish connection and just say hey I don't want monkey shoulder I want art bag and it it'll blow you away it's it's fantastic
1: uh, this this spot um, has been on my list since my last time down there, and I really started paying attention to it. So maybe I'll make it there if I can find it the way you described it. If I can't fucking find Carousel of Progress, I got no chance of finding this place.
2: <laughs> so no, no, if you <laughs> go, Mikey, you're you're fucked for sure. Yeah. Right? If you go over the bridge, um, through the there... woods, <laughs> yes. Uh what's that place called uh Par- Paradiso 37? <clears throat> if you've you- hit that, you've gone too far. You have to go up across the bridge and immediately turn right and go down the stairs. And it's right under that set of stairs. It has gotten bad enough, bad enough that they have put some signs that kind of have arrows that kind of point uh-huh. way to the door. So, you'll find it. Literally the opposite of what a speakeasy should be. <laughs> well, a speakeasy still got to make money to stay open.
1: That's true. That's true. They can't gamble anymore. So, okay, uh, Brant, I'm, I'm dying to know uh, what you feel is the number one spot.
0: Don't get you. too.
3: Don't get too excited. We're about to get a divorce.
0: Well, she knows what my pick is. So that's what she's saying. But it just now dawned on her as she realized what the three that I was talking about tonight, and what order I did them in. And honestly, they weren't in really any order. I just happened to write them down on paper that way. But so. This one is the absolute mega, 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 mega sleeper, and you have to be a tequila. I mean,
3: it's as bad as bongos.
0: It's what? It's what?
3: Or what's that place called? Bongos or whatever? It's
0: it's spot as bongos.
3: It's bad oh. as bongos. Oh
0: no. <laughs> um, it probably. I mean, it, it is. Don't hold your breath. It's a shame that we're ending the episode on this, but when you leave. Marie and Enzo's from uh, Josh's number one. you up on the surface and you... Um, so you do, Josh, when you walk up that bridge, you like walk from level one, which is off of uh, Paradise or fucking Pleasure Island. On the Pleasure Island, you actually walk from like level one to level two. So you're actually elevated. So you come out of there, you take it to the left, and you're headed downhill towards... Jock Lindsay's and Wine Bar George and Boathouse and all good that. Good places. Yeah. But halfway <laughs> down the hill halfway down the hill, there's a place on the left that no one's ever been, and you pass up that place and then you go to Paradiso thirty seven.
2: <laughs>
0: which is right next right two doors down so paradiso 37 no i can't say i can't ahead. tell you yeah well i can't tell you anything good about food there so we will just skip the food but i will tell you there's a fucking 20 something foot tall wall of tequila at this fucking place so la cava definitely is is the tequila supreme on property there's no there's no doubt about it it is the place to go but outside of the parks Paradisa 37 is Tequila Paradise. They have. I will give you that. They fucking have everything. They have a massive wall of tequila. It's beautiful. Also, it's a big, tall, open-air place. It's pretty. There's Mexican. There was a Mexican or Latino kind of singer like performer, band or performer something outside. on the deck. There's also deck space on Good on the water, kind on the back. Too. But the best thing is the people watching. Yeah. So the coolest thing about this this property mm-hmm. is that. On the walkway side of the building, away from the water, there's a deck that is, has like an S-curve in it. And this deck has chairs that are lined on this bar deck. Right, I it's not a deck,
3: it's a
2: face bar. It out.
0: They face out onto the walkway. So you're sitting and you're looking at Art of Shaving and the no, like ganachery like and all that. like three shots
3: of tequila. Well,
0: you get your tequila. But anyway, you sit at the bar Once you're back to the restaurant and you look out over the walkway, but the way it's situated is you're elevated right above head height. People are walking like right underneath you. When you look down to the left, you're looking down that hill towards the boathouse. So you can see everyone coming at you. It is my favorite people watching spot. In Disney Springs, possibly in the park, is that little railway bar at Paradiso 37. So get a tequila, get a margarita multiple, a flight, and I hang out, hang out got. right there. I think we
3: got a tequila fight, took it took it outside, sat down and in, in that little S-curve, and just sipped on it, and people watched.
0: All the spots are good, but then you if you walk next time you walk by and you look at it, there's a little S-curve, and if you're in that S-curve, you can literally, unobstructed view of just people upon people walking um, down that hill or up that hill from Basie, Marie, and Enzo's towards the boathouse, and
1: I think it's awesome.
0: Couldn't tell you fuck about the food though.
1: So I understand I mean, um I know a good lawyer, Sydney. <laughs> um Brant, is this your because I I did say clearly at the beginning of the show, give me your number three, two and one.
3: Uh, apparently he missed that.
1: Because I've counted them down every time somebody went and I've made a flourishing statement before they went. So would you say this is your number one of the three that that you've got between Lava Splitsville and Paradiso 37, would be the best place? So here's the God's honest truth, Mikey. If I had but
0: one place to go in Disney Springs, I wouldn't go to fucking any of the three I picked. I just wanted to give you options because I knew that the, the key points would be would be taken. So I wanted to give you just some other options. But I do. I, so I, what
3: would be your number one in Disney Springs?
0: If you told me, I could go to. You one only place go to one place in Disney. I'm Springs. probably going to Jack Lindsay's. Well, there I'm
3: you probably
0: i probably going to Jack Lindsay's, and that's what that's why Josh probably said that his number two would probably be most people's number you know number number one, and it is because it's it is, it is, it is ultimate Disney theming, bar outside of the parks like that could be put that could be put in Adventureland that could be put in Animal Kingdom it would fit right it could be put by Indiana Jones I mean the only park you can't put that in is probably Epcot
3: you can put it in Epcot if they can put, have you
0: seen what they've done you, to Epcot I'll say if you, <laughs> you can, can put, find a place if
3: you can put some of the rides they have but in I'm Epcot just, you can put that bar.
0: but I'm just I'm just saying it would easily fit in Hollywood Studios Magic Kingdom Animal Kingdom like, without even trying, you could put that bar in, in all three of those parks. So that would be my, my number one. But of the second cut, I mean, I I like specific things about the three that I, that I gave. I don't think they're all home runs. I don't think if you only have... One day, one hour, one cocktail. You're going to yeah. You're going. But if you are exploring Disney Springs and you have a day in Disney Springs, if it's your arrival day or your leaving day and you want, you know, to, to hop around, I mean, you can easily burn. See, I would say for me, my three, I would say Paradiso, well, I wouldn't say my three. I would say for me. Paradiso 37, during the day, people watch, get a tequila, get your buzz on, go catch a margarita for sunset at Dockside Margarita, and then when the sun goes down, go sit at Lava Lounge and have a cocktail, if you want it to be away from the crowds. Because if you go to, if you go to Hanger Bar, Jaclyn's or Hanger Bar, or Morimoto, or Raglan Road, you're gonna be in a crowd of people. But the
1: other ones are not gonna have, have that big of a crowd. Here's something I got I to gotta know. It's specifically to, to Josh and Brandt. You can chime in, Sydney, but I mean, I'm being uh, presumptuous to, to assume you have no opinion on this. Why didn't Polite Pig make your lists? Because you said to not
0: talk
3: about those. You literally... No, no. This is where you threw us all off, Mikey. You came out and said...
2: Oh, Y'all because picked I've three been places. there.
3: I've been to Polite Pig and the Hanger Bar. Because you have
2: been to Polite Pig. And so I don't none know of why you're yelling it. at me. So now, well, I picked the, I picked the Hanger Bar, but I wish you could see these sound waves. No,
3: just say, Mikey, tell us your number one pick in Disney <laughs> I, Springs. I can
2: hear them.
0: Yeah, Mikey, wherever Mikey, you tell are, us, tell us about tell us about your number one place in in Disney Springs. <laughs> well, no, I didn't
1: do a list. <laughs> Fuck. I give up. He wanted us to tell All him right. where to go. Okay, hold on. Yeah, so then- I just okay. I understand oh. that perhaps my you know method of explaining the the, the concept of this was perhaps muddy. <laughs> well, let's go full circle. What I mean, what are your where your what have you
0: explored and what did you enjoy?
1: I uh, okay. Here's the deal. For me, it's the company and. I'll go anywhere and drink with James ne- James Goodman. I don't care what it is. It, it could be it could be piss, um, <laughs> oh, as long that's... as we're sharing it. As long as we're sharing <laughs> it,
3: things we're... are getting weird.
1: Well, that's not mine. That that would be weird.
3: <laughs> well, whose is uh, it? No,
1: it, it's. Uh, I mean, I did not. I never said it was human. Oh man, you can you can harvest urine from a lot of different animals. Um. I recommend sea urchins, but the uh, the the polite pig is kind of like the go-to, I guess. Uh, you know, with with him and and I like it, and I've been there twice with him, and then also with him and James and Tim, uh, James. Nope, nope. Tim nope. and Adam. Tim and Adam. Listen, I just, like I said, I switched from beer to the Glenlivet, and all I had to eat tonight was like two tacos. I'm, I'm fucking feeling it right now. Hey,
3: did y'all uh, eat at the Polite Pig, or did you just drink? Because we haven't eaten believe, there yet.
1: I believe James got like a uh, a sampling thing one time. No, yeah, we did. Yeah, James and I ate there, and then Jen joined us and had a water.
3: Was it good? Because um, we haven't eaten there. Her water
1: looked clear, yeah.
3: I'm talking about the food,
1: Mikey, the food. Oh, yeah, no, the food, the food was good. Food was great. Um and the polite Pig, they got an amazing um bourbon selection. Their bourbon selection specifically is as lengthy as Sydney's show notes tonight. Hey, go. And the problem is best best I on keep, property,
0: huh?
1: Yeah, and and I always keep going back to kind of like the same couple things that I'm comfortable with and that I enjoy having and I'll tell you right now when it comes to to bourbons, um just because it's expensive doesn't mean it's good. No, of course and not. And you can you can figure that out real easily at uh, the Polite Pig because they've got some high price stuff up there that's just not necessarily as good as, you know, a $16 pour. But um I haven't had any of their cocktails. I've always just got, you know, just straight up neat pours of of the bourbons. Um, they've got, you know, food and everything inside. they got an outside area where you can get the uh, food served to you at the bar. You can sit there and, again, you can people watch right there where the people are. So, you can smell them as well as see them. <laughs> a lot of them. Um, but when Stephanie and I were down this last time from BSB, we had uh, dinner at Haleo. And we each got a drink. I got something called the table talk because it was like their only whiskey drink on the menu um i don't remember a whole lot of i remember the name which is fucking saying a lot but it was different i think the some of the ingredients on it were a little a little off-putting to me um and she got some margarita thing that uh had sea foam on top of it like it wasn't limed in in salt it had a salty foam on top of the margarita So instead of there being salt in the room in the glass, it was just this foam floating on top of the drink, which was cool. But if you're not a big salt fan and you just want to get that on the first little bit so you got a clean spot, you know, uh, you don't get that with this unless you like be flipping foam on people that are trying to eat. And that is everything I know about drinking at Disney Springs.
3: I can tell you my least favorite place if you want to know that. Or we can oh, skip that.
1: Sure. No, let's do that.
3: So, Brant was like, we got to go to the world of Coke. We got to go to the world of Coke. So, I'm like, okay, let's go. So, we go with this family. We don't take the elevator. We take the ramp, which goes up this way, up that way, around the building. Like, around the building. I'm not, six times? It's I'm,
2: horrible. It was six,
3: awful. So, we get up there. I'm it, like, whatever. I just want a frozen Jack and Coke. They had Coke Ices and they had Jack Daniel's drinks. So go up there and like, can I just get a Coke Icy with a shot of Jack Daniel's? No, ma'am. We can't do that. Wait, wait, what? Okay, can I buy a Coke Icy and a shot of Jack Daniel's? No, we can't sell you that. They would only sell me a shot of Jack Daniel's with Coke, not an Icy. Just regular Coke. And they would not allow me to buy a Coke Icy and a shot of Jack Daniel's and walk away with it.
0: So I had to buy... A Coke icy, and then the root beer float that I wanted, and then take them away from the bar and let her put her shot of Jack in the Coke icy, and then throw away the Coke and then mix it up to make a. Co- it was fucking weird. I don't know why.
2: It it's
3: got to like be that. Coke rolls, obviously. But that's my least favorite place. It was mine. It was It's it not even that good of a view. Like you're up high, but you're not really seeing anything exciting. Uh, no, you. Uh,
0: It's really not. Planet Hollywood and movie theater. It's it's a waste of time. Planet Planet Hollywood definitely
1: blocks a lot of the view.
3: That's my least favorite place.
1: Okay, well, since Sydney opened up this can of worms with some fuck y'all, Josh, have
2: you got a least favorite? Oh, I was not prepared for a, uh, least favorite, um, uh, you, you didn't
1: get that in the, the, the rules and the details that I posted?
2: <laughs> should've no. Should've done your notes, no. Josh,
3: should've done your notes. Hey, my notes,
2: my notes are right here on this little device, and on this one. Um, I gotta think here, I, I don't know, I, there's definitely places that I haven't enjoyed as much, but, uh... You can say
1: it. It's it's dark side margaritas. It's okay. She can't come get you.
2: (laughs) No, it's definitely not that. Uh, No, I don't know, really. I don't really have a least favorite. You
1: haven't had quite the uh, uh, experience on par with with Sydney's.
2: Um, I mean, I I could say World of Coke just because it was so massively packed up there that there was no chance of me even trying to get a drink. Oh, you've been there before then. We didn't have that.
3: It was dead.
2: It was so packed. And I'm not saying it wasn't
3: bad. Like, if you want to take a trip up there, definitely take a trip. I'm just saying, as far... If you're planning on going up there to drink, absolutely not. If you want to go up there and see it, it's worth it. But don't go up there to drink it at all. There's
2: so many better places to drink. We waited five minutes. We waited five minutes to have our picture taken with the polar bear, but it was like a half an hour in line to get a slushie. So... Yeah. You couldn't even move up there on the deck. It was... Everybody was leaning everywhere, and I just... It was weird because it's outside but it felt claustrophobic because it was just so packed in there then you had to take that ramp that went around the building 14 times to get back down yeah
3: it's it's a solid 10 minute walk
2: it is it's awful i was like oh this ramp's gonna be no and every time you turn the
3: corner you're like okay this is the last one nope keep on going
2: it's a very shallow ramp and it's just (laughs) it doesn't go up one floor at a time it goes up like half a floor at a time
3: yep
1: Oh god. So it's yeah. like it's like trying to queue up for the jungle cruise. It's just switch it, back, switch back, it's turn, worse. turn, it turn. works.
2: Yeah. It's just <clears throat> left turns all the way up. It's terrible.
1: Alright. Well, um I'm not even gonna mess with Brant and his <laughs> Least favorite because it sounds like it. I mean if you have to buy two drinks to make one that's not good business I mean I guess it's good business but but it's not it's not it's not a good customer experience on the back end it's, no, that it's was, not that it business. pretty okay so, okay um Josh so uh, Disney is wanting to expand into Disney Springs and they are going to get rid of Enzo's Hideaway unless. You can find room for it, so um, you got to get rid of one of Brant's options to save Enzo's. That's you got Lava easy. Lava Lounge, Splitsville, or Paradiso Thirty Seven.
2: Paradiso Thirty Seven. I mean, it's right there, and uh, yeah. you, c- you can Brandt expand cheated. up there.
1: <laughs> okay, so Wouldn't moving over to Wouldn't be more though. It's too exposed. Brant, the same uh, same thing for you. Um, your your favorite lava lounge.
0: <laughs> no,
3: lava lounge it's, was my favorite.
1: Paradiso was my favorite,
3: <laughs> but Josh already right. got rid of it.
1: Uh, it's it's <laughs> gone. Um, it's it's on it's on the chopping block. But you got to get rid of one of Sydney's to keep it.
3: Remember who you, you gotta, sleep next you to <laughs> at night.
1: You either got to get rid of Ragland Road, Morimito upstairs, and Asia. Or the dockside margarita joint to keep. <laughs> your lounge
3: upstairs in Asia. <laughs> um.
1: Well, damn.
0: I mean, two of those I got to drag an entire restaurant down with it, or one is just a little on the water bar.
1: I mean, I think, I think everybody is reading too much into this. I'm just trying to stir up a little dissension and, and have yeah. fun.
0: You're number one. You're stirring you you marriage
3: them. at this point, Mikey. Your number you, one's
1: you gone. Can... Dockside margaritas, boom,
0: is now Paradiso 36. Your
3: number one's gone, too. Bye.
0: Or Lava. Well, it
1: doesn't matter. Either <laughs> one. See you later. <laughs> okay, so Dockside <laughs> is now gone. Oh, that's got real quick. That's okay. a shame. So, Sydney, now it's your turn. You wanna keep your number one, well you can't because it's gone. So you wanna keep Ragland or more meat more Hirohito. More
0: meat, more meat.
1: (laughs) More meat meat (laughs) upstairs Asia. You get Ragland or Upstairs Asia, but you gotta you gotta you gotta kick out something that Josh has, which would be the boathouse, jocks, or enzo's.
3: Josh is my friend. I'm not going to do that to him.
1: Oh, fuck you. Uh, no, I mean, I just made <laughs> these rules pretty simple no, right I- now. Honestly,
3: I'd probably kick out Enzo's if I had to kick out something.
1: Because you've never been. Because you've
0: never been I've there. I've
3: never been. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a good reason. It's just I've never been, and it's hidden anyway, so if it kind of went away, nobody would probably notice.
1: So uh, I guess a- after the fallout from this, um, everybody everybody <laughs> hey, we, Nobody's friends ramp-
3: anymore. It's pandemonium.
1: Everybody except Brant lost their number one. Because at the, you know, Brant decided Lava Lounge would be like his his prime place to go hang out no, at. No, that was his number
3: three. Paradiso wow. no, was his number paradiso. one. We,
1: we understand he did not under know, <laughs> comprehend the rules of this You're going taking into it. He's inside
3: so. right now. And I, he shouldn't I
1: augmented be. this. Um, <laughs> That being said, so if, you know, Disney Springs is only Raglan Road morimoto boathouse jocks to lava lounge and splitsville is it still a place that you're going to go seek out or is it just a place you're going to accidentally wind up later at the end of the night
3: outside of splitsville and lava lounge i would seek it out
2: uh, there's yeah i mean the atmosphere down there i can every time i go i'm always like i wish this was our local hangout for friday or saturday night you know, even if you're not down there drinking at your favorite bar, there's so much else going on and so much else to see, and uh, you know, it's just a good. The, the vibe of the place is so nice, and it's just a good place to hang out. So Yeah, yeah I, I agree
3: do. with Josh, and you've got like street performers down there. Like, there's a lot going yeah. on down there. It's fun. There's bands playing all around the whole area.
1: Yeah, I, would say, yep. I would
3: say. Eddie Maserati. Uh,
0: Eddie Maserati. yeah. If. If I could do it without my wife, I would definitely go. You got that option, oh, it sounds like. Oh,
3: you're throwing shade now, huh? Oh,
0: you just said <laughs> it, if my two weren't included.
3: That, didn't, that wasn't towards you. It just mean I didn't like your two. Now you're making it personal.
1: Oh, it's personal.
3: Here, uh, next up on Divorce Court...
1: And and just like that, uh, Whistlin' Dixie will not be back, <laughs> or Whistlin' Disney will not be back no, for 2020. It's gonna 2020. be Whistling Divorce.
3: Whistling Divorce.
1: <laughs> hey, yeah, just going for the big D. I don't mean, I mean Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. our, our Disney. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, fun fun show. I'm I've, I've got a new menu of of drinks to have so i think it is about time to uh start winding things down i'll go first because i have to have my can spiel uh something 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 the magical meltdown.com there's shirts there i'll say right now uh if you're going to get the um holland axe shirt which i released for the marathon weekend that's going on right now uh it's going to be up till the end of the month so um grab it if you're interested even if you're not going down there go ahead and it doesn't necessarily say that you have to be there to wear it it's a good looking shirt and at the end of the month it's going away because i've got a princess half marathon shirt coming out in the next week or so
3: it's a collector's Uh, shirt
1: yeah 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 these shirts that you know it'll be out probably until the end of february so uh, get on it check it out like I said magicalmeltdown.com we've also got you know glassware so you can look cool when you're drinking your whiskeys from the Jock Lindsay's because you got that that scotch flight and then the other thing is check out you know we are at three sheets podcast on your Instagram and on your Twitter we don't post but whatever fuck it and, hey, you know, we, we do post at uh, Facebook, so just search Three Sheets on Facebook and you'll find us uh, the Three Sheets the Mouse, also Three Sheets to Finish Line, where we are actively active at being active or talking about it there because we just drank and ate our way around Disney Springs. So, anyway, that's my closing uh, remark here. So I will, I will go ahead and throw it over to Brant, um. yeah I mean thank Mikey thank you for
0: having us on tonight for sure Um, I'll get the sappy shit out of the way and Sydney I'll leave you with uh, the more factual details but um, I mean Sydney and I definitely have grown our Disney obsession over three sheets of the mouse we always say this we love you guys and we're glad uh, to be part of the community Facebook's where it's at if you listen to these voices every week and you're not part of the Facebook group you're missing out um, that's definitely half the battle or half the goodness is uh, is a Facebook group so if you're if you're hearing this right now and you're not a part of Facebook, go over like Mikey said and check it out it's a it's an amazing community of people. Um, we love each and every one of you guys and once again thanks thanks for having us on Mikey.
1: Uh, had no options you're welcome.
3: yeah <laughs> he was desperate.
1: <laughs> yeah Tim tracker stood me up so this is the best I could come up with. <laughs>
2: Um, Josh. Um, I'll, I'll definitely echo what Brant said. Uh, we have an excellent group of people. Um, you know, some of the things that we did for each other over the holidays this year, um, you know, giving gifts to people we didn't even know, uh, through people's, you know, giving gifts to underprivileged people and people that are sick and uh you know and with the raw this year uh it was awesome everybody had a fantastic gift package um give away a lot of cool stuff and a lot of local stuff and it just seems that this this group and this community and family just keeps growing and growing and anybody on there even if you haven't met face to face yet will do anything for you people offer to go to disney and and send things to you or send you local stuff and it's just it's a real awesome group of people we've got and um i love it i'm I'm glad to be a part of it i'm glad to be an admin and uh i'm glad to be a guest on the show um even when times are desperate and you know we're at the bottom of the barrel it's fine we get it we'll take it
1: listen the bottom of the barrel is where the good stuff is kept
2: that's true. No one said Venice. that, I just made it up it, it, it's, it's, it's not true,
1: true. It sounded it really is true. good It's it, it it really you know where, where the funky shit is <laughs> Alright, Brent Give me some, oh no, Brent already gave me some funky shit Sydney, give me a fuck y'all
3: Fuck y'all We out <laughs> I was just gonna follow up with what both the guys said Thank you for having us on It's, it's always fun, like they said Even if we're the last pick, we'll take it And uh, I also, he was talking about people giving, you know, going out and helping people get stuff like the East Coast Merch Mills do, but uh Sarah Ford secured me a Baby Yoda spirit jersey, which I'm super excited about because I'm wearing it down when we go on Sunday. And also, I do have to put in about Big Fall Fallout next year. If you want in on the Italy event, it's November 14th this year. Yeah. Well, this year, yeah, fuck. I can't even believe we're in the new year. Um, yeah, November 14th this year, PayPal your money to big fall, fallout at gmail.com if you guys want to come. It's gonna be an awesome event. Open bar, food, fireworks, private event. Uh it's 135 a person. So if you're a couple, two seventy-five, but just had to put throw that in there. But other than that, yeah, Mikey, we just thank you for, for picking us out of the bottom of the patch to let us come on with you.
1: All right, well, as we end the show, I want to thank each and every one of you for drinking around uh, and and eating around Disney Springs with us tonight. And remember, this
2: isn't goodbye. It's more of a see you real soon. So, good night. Wait, wait. I just thought of something. How come nobody mentioned the Edison? I've I've never 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 been been to to the the
3: Edison. Edison. And thank you! Three Sheets. You have one new voicemail message. Playing new message. <laughs> we drink it. Tiger from a beat up. And you missed it. And we're all drunk. This is Priscilla Dardar. Jesse Dardar is on the ground, dead. And what? Yeah. We- go, go, Tigers. <laughs> We're watching LSU. Kick Oklahoma's
2: ass and roll tide suck it!
0: That's for you, Tim.